breast cancer or not, we are all healing from something. And the practice of healing can connect us all. Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back to Heal Inside and Out. Uh, we are having Marla join us again today, which is exciting. Um, given our topic, Marla has a lot to add to this piece as well. And I just, I love this topic, Dina, because when you think about healing, you and I have been intentionally focused on our healing through our breast cancer journeys for good reason, right? Right. Absolutely. And I feel mm -hmm. like I've always been like a, I've always been like a personal development junkie, but I've never really thought <laughs> of it in terms of healing. And now when I think of all the healing I'm doing, it's, it's just makes me more and more hungry for more personal development because that really is helping me grow as an individual and it's helping me heal. Right. Now, it's funny you should say that you've been a personal development junkie, whereas I always heard about personal development and doing some things in the morning as a routine or the evening as a routine. But I truly didn't dive into that till I got diagnosed. Okay. So that's fascinating because I, okay, I believe... <laughs> We are all healing from something. Absolutely. And so it's a matter of what is that thing we're healing from, whether it's um, trauma, disease, um, an accident, uh, a, a, the loss of someone, whatever that is. I believe we're all healing from something, but then it's also like what, what triggers us to truly focus on that healing and give ourselves the gift to bring the intention to it, meaning the space to heal, right? So just, just, just what, what comes to mind right now is healing to me is about creating meaningful connection with ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. And that means taking better care of ourselves and loving ourselves, but it also means letting go of the things that no longer serve us. Does that resonate with yeah. you guys? Yeah. It sure does. And like I said, it took me till I got diagnosed to realize that. I started to realize it maybe I don't, I don't even know if it was right in the beginning when I was diagnosed or always wished and wished that I had done it earlier in life because of specific traumas that I had gone through and learning how to let 
things go and how to stop saying yes to everybody and anything that came my way. So it's it's something that you really have to just kind of say to yourself, wait a minute, I don't want something traumatic in my life to happen for me to choose myself first and truly not feel guilty about it. I love well, how you put that. And I would just add that I, I think just as listening to you both each week and all the conversations that you, we've had individually just about healing and where we're at in life. I mean, I'm coming into this conversation without having breast cancer, but so much of what both of you talk about resonates and means something to me too, because I'm just at a stage where it may not be something traumatic in my physical health, but I may be dealing with other things as part of my aging process or part of my um, life that is just happening. And it still applies to, as to what you said, Maggie, we're all healing from something, whether it's becoming empty nesters or our kids growing up and moving out or um, a parent passes away, or there's just a lot of things that are happening that this, that these topics relate to over and over again. That's such a good point. And I, I know I feel it in our day-to-day conversations because Dina, you and I can talk about healing as it relates to our shared experience with breast cancer. And we can relate to different things that we're focused on. But then when I find myself talking to you, Marla, it's like you bring up things that are like, oh, that makes sense to me and vice versa. And it is out of the context of breast cancer. So I think this is such an important topic given not to exclude the men out there, but given this women supporting other women in all of these ways that we truly need to heal ourselves. Right. What, what just struck me because I was in the healthcare arena for 32 years, when you said women to women and you brought up the men, I've, taking care of a lot of men on like a a medical surgical floor where it was just strictly men. And I, I want the listeners to know as well, because the men also can feel this way. They feel like they need to provide constantly. Mm-hmm. So they're always working and thinking, how am I going to support my wife or my significant other, the kids, the grandchildren, what kind of legacy am I going to leave? Women do the same thing, especially women for the last, I don't know how many years that have gone into higher positions at jobs or started their own businesses. And to me, no matter who you are, this truly, truly relates on so many different levels. And and that's a great point because I can have these conversations with my husband as well. And it sends him in a different direction potentially, but there's relatability there because he's healing from different things as well. Exactly. Exactly. 
Well, and I think, Dina, what you just said earlier about how you had to learn to let go of things or change and shift in in your healing process, right? I think that's so true with what you were just mentioning, Maggie, about just even career changes or um, things that people are considering on, well, I've, I've been to this I've been in this role. I've been doing this for so long. And now I, this is not what I'm passionate about, or I want to explore something that helps people in a different way or helps myself in a different way. And I think that's true for healing from um, even any sort of illness in the same way. You have to find what serves you and what no longer serves you or how you draw the lines or say no to things going forward. It's also about finding the right community. Mm. Yes. It's it's something that you might have to try a few different communities before you find the right fit. You know, it's it's something that I bring to the table on a different level because I didn't use a community when I was going through my journey. I developed the community instead (laughs) as we, as we are here right now as well, you know, again, you were going to say something. Well, I was just going to say, I I love that you said at, at the table, because in, in love me healing, we refer to it as your seat at the table, being very mindful about who is there. Right. Mm -hmm. And also being mindful of what you bring to your own table. And it's really about your tribe, right? And so my question Mm -hmm. for you is, you said you developed your supporter, like, or your, your, your tribe. Do you feel like you had to work at that? Or do you feel it came to you based on what your focus was on your healing? That's a really good question. It came easy for me, to be honest with you. When I was going through the thick of it, you know, with the treatments and the surgeries, I just wanted to get through it. And like you mentioned in a couple of episodes prior that you just wanted the cancer out of you. I just wanted this all to be done with by now. Mm-hmm. So I realized Mm-mm, this is ongoing. Yep. And I think once I realized it was ongoing, the light bulb went off. Mm. The fireworks exploded. And I'm like, you can't do this by yourself anymore. Yes, I had my friends, my immediate friends. I had my family. But to hear other women going through this and realizing that we all lift each other up as we're doing this and going through this was beyond my expectation, to be honest with you. I love that. Well, and I I love it too, because we've, we've talked, we've touched on it in other episodes about how through our healing journey, there's people that come and go and that surprise us as far as either how they show up or don't show up or, or whatever. And it's about what you're talking about is really finding our tribe or our set of people that truly support where we want to go in our life. Because now with our healing, we're focused more on what we want, what we need, and what serves us versus what what did it used to be? Right. 
Right. Exactly. And and Marla, you brought up a, an interesting point about how the aging process, how we need to heal through that. There are so many things that our bodies change, menopause. Okay. Like you said, the children leave the house. The children come back to the house because I got one of those right now, <laughs> you know, with two cats, you know, um, it's, it's, there's so many different things. The joints hurt, whether it's because of an illness or not, the aging process is the way it is. Um, taking care of an elderly parent, you know, it's, it's, it's time to say, yes, I love nurturing. I, I don't mind helping, you know, I can give, but at what cost? And usually that cost is running on that hamster wheel, starting at 6 a.m. and closing your eyes at midnight, okay? Because you're just constantly going, 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 going. And it's just like, er, put the brakes on. Because if I don't put the brakes on and really heal myself, how am I going to be, how am I going to help others? It's the old expression, you know, with the, the, the oxygen that, you know, put your oxygen yeah. on first before you can help somebody else. And I know there's times I just don't like that <laughs> expression, but it's true. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is true. You can't serve if you don't serve yourself first. Well, and the other thing that I think is so beautiful about the community that you're both fostering through this podcast and through your um, individual um, businesses is just that it helps people not feel so alone right? with, with whatever you're going through that community. It just so many of the feelings and thoughts that we're going through are, are shared and they do resonate because you, you feel like when you're in it, is this just me? Is this just me mm. struggling with this? But I don't know that it's the right word to say comforting to know that someone else at least understands and can see you maybe if nothing else at that moment. Um, not that you want to feel comfort that someone else would struggle in whatever that struggle is, but the feeling heard and seen and understood is such an important part of connecting with other people and connecting to your own self for healing. Right. I love that Marla. Cause what you just made me think of is that it, yes, it's, it brings you comfort to not feel alone, but that connection is created and then you can continue conversations and you continue supporting each other and that sort of thing. So that meaningful connection becomes there. And I think with with the focus on healing, I, I, I look back and I think, why did I take breast cancer <laughs> to nope. get me to focus on it, right? Like I think back to other traumatic events in my life, like when my daughter at age 11 was hit by a car mm. and it like literally stopped our world for weeks and Everything, all the distractions of career and all the other priorities and important things in my life, they just got set aside because there was no choice. My daughter needed me, right? So I think right. about that. We got to the other side of that and I went right back 
to my workaholism and my practices that were not serving me, but the breast cancer literally was like a survival mode. I now have to create the space to heal or else. Mm -hmm. And to your point earlier, Dina, it's sad that we have to wait for something like that. I mean, we don't have to wait. It's sad that sometimes that is what we wait for. Exactly. I just wish we can just turn the clock back and do this from <laughs> early age. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, wow. It's just, it is, it brings up a lot. You know, I'm just thinking about, you know, from going from living at home, growing up to some bullies in the neighborhood to getting in high school to going through college and starting a career and then getting married, start a family. If I knew these strategies and tools and have that self-awareness that I come first or you come first or Mala comes first, you know, whoever's in that mindset right now, life might've been a little bit different. And, and, you know, not that I'm saying that like I wasn't happy or anything like that. It was just, I wish I knew more mm -hmm. back then than I do now. Well, and that's like, a great, I'll go ahead, Marla. Oh, I was just going to say, sometimes we are so much in the um, automatic drive. Like we just are not thinking about even the things you've talked about in terms of like habits or things It just stopped me in my tracks and go, I don't even stop to think about this until, and it takes that big pivot point to say, oh, I have to think about this going forward. I just, you know, hurt my ankle or something, it, it, or it's an illness or something that makes you have to shift, but it's, we don't have to let it get to that point here to what you were saying, Dina. It just can mm. be something that I wish we could proactively think of sometimes, but um, if nothing else, just hearing someone else's story sometimes can be that catalyst to make us mm -hmm shift right and everybody yeah. has to learn figure it out try it on for size to, so to speak if the, if you try one thing and it doesn't work then let's try something else you know not everybody can meditate not everybody can you know walk a distance because you know maybe something else is going on but to find those little moments and those things that you sit and reflect on and can put into your daily activity to do, and it doesn't have to be long, it does not have to be long. It could be two minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, whatever fits into your lifestyle and yeah. makes you happy and makes you fulfilled. Yeah, and I think we underestimate the power of our, I mean, I always talk about healing mind, body, and spirit, the power of all of them, because mm -hmm. something will get us the message if we're not taking care of ourselves. And in my case, I always say, I truly believe it happened. This was a gift for me. My body was saying, you have to stop. You have to shift. Yep. And that, I mean, that was, I, I, I don't know that I would have listened to my body if it didn't scream that loudly, which is sad. 
Yes, it's sad, but now we have the tools mm-hmm. and we have the, the self-awareness and we're practicing because that's what it is. It's practice Yeah, to move forward and not allow these things to take over anymore. That's a great point because I can't call it a gift that happened for me versus to me if I don't see the gift in it. And the gift mm-hmm. has been to show me the the power behind taking care of myself and focusing on my healing in a very intentional way. Yeah. Well, this has been a beautiful conversation and I look forward to more similar to it. I think that it in and of itself has truly um, emphasized the point we make about healing truly is inside and out. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.